The Two Gentlemen of Verona, Act One, Scene Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Two Gentlemen of Verona by William Shakespeare, Act One, Scene Two. Julia, read by Tiffany Halla Colonna. Lucita. Read by April Gonzales. But say, Lucetta, now we are alone, wouldst thou then counsel me to fall in love? Ay, madam, so you stumble not unheedfully. Of all the fair resort of gentlemen that every day with parley encounter me, in thy opinion which is worthiest love? Please you repeat the names, I'll show my mind, according to my shallow simple skill. What thinkest thou of the fair Sir Reglamore? As if a knight was spoken, neat and fine, but where are you, he never should be mine. What thinkest thou of the rich Mercatio? Well of his wealth, but of himself so-so. What thinkest thou of the gentle Proteus? Lord, Lord, to see what folly reigns in us. How now? What means this passion at his name? Pardon, dear madam, tis a passing shame that I, unworthy body as I am, should censure thus on a lovely gentleman why not on proteus as of all the rest then thus of many good i think him best your reason i have no other but a woman's reason i think him so because i think him so and wouldst thou have me cast my love on him ay if you thought your love not cast away why he of all the rest hath never moved me yet he of all the rest i think best loves ye his little speaking shows his love but small fire that closes kept bands most of all they do not love that do not show their love oh to love least that let men know their love i would i knew his mind peruse his paper madam to julia say from whom that the contents will show say say who gave it thee valentine's page and sent i think from proteus he would have given it you but i being in the way did in your name receive it pardon the fault i pray now by my modesty a goodly broker dare you presume to harbour wanton lines to whisper and conspire against my youth now trust me tis an office of great worth and you an officer fit for the place or else return no more into my sight to plead for love deserves more fee than hate will ye be gone that you may ruminate exit and yet i would i had o'erlooked the letter it were a shame to call her back again and pray her to a fault for which i chid her what a fool she is that knows i am a maid and would not force the letter to my view since maids in modesty say no to that which they would have the profferer construe i fie fie how wayward is this foolish love that like a testy babe will scratch the nurse and presently all humbled kiss the rod how churlishly i chid lucetta hence when willingly i would have had her here how angrily i taught my brow to frown when inward joy enforced my heart to smile my penance is to call lucetta back and ask remission for my folly past what ho lucetta re-enter lucetta what with your ladyship is't near dinner-time i would it were 
that you might kill a stomach on your meat and not upon your maid what is it that you took up so gingerly nothing why didst thou stoop then to take a paper up that i let fall and is that paper nothing nothing concerning me then let it lie for those that it concerns madam it will not lie where it concerns unless it have a false interpreter some love of yours hath writ to you in rhyme that i might sing it to madame to a tune give me a note your ladyship can set as little by such toys as may be possible best sing it to the tune of lighter love it is too heavy for so light a tune heavy belike it hath some burden then ay and melodious were it which is sing it and why not you i cannot reach so high let's see your song how now minion keep tune there still so you will sing it out and yet methinks i do not like this tune you do not no madam it is too sharp you minion are too saucy nay now you are too flat and mother conquered with too harsh a descant though wanted but to mean to fail your soul the mean is drowned with your unruly base indeed a bit of base for proteus this babble shall not henceforth trouble me here is a coil with protestation tears the letter go get you gone and let the papers lie you would be fingering them to anger me she makes it strange but she would be best pleased she be so angered with another letter exit nay would i were so angered with the same o oh, hateful hands to tear such loving words injurious wasps to feed on such sweet honey and kill the bees that yield it with your stings i'll kiss each several paper for amends look here it is writ kind julia unkind julia as in revenge of thy ingratitude i throw thy name against the bruising stones trampling contemptuously on thy disdain and here is writ love wounded proteus poor wounded name my bosom as a bed shall lodge thee till thy wound be thoroughly healed and thus i search it with a sovereign kiss but twice or thrice was proteus written down be calm good wind blow not a word away till i have found each letter in the letter except mine own name that some whirlwind bear unto a ragged fearful hanging rock and throw it hence into the raging sea lo here in one line is his name twice writ poor forlorn proteus passionate proteus to the sweet julia that i'll tear away and yet i will not sith so prettily he couples it to his complaining names thus will i fold them one on another now kiss embrace contend do what you will re-enter lucetta madam dinner is ready and your father stays well let us go what well, shall these papers lie like tell-tales here if you respect them best to take them up nay i was taken up for laying them down yet here they shall not lie for catching cold i see you have a month's mind to them ay madam you may say what sights you see i see things too although you judge i wink come come will it please you go End of the Two Gentlemen of Verona, Act One, Scene Two.